everyone i'm ahana and i'm celine and welcome back to another episode at the we, we are, are podcast. podcast so august is on upon us yes august slipped away oh my god please not yet august has not slipped away yeah it will soon but that being said that means that school mm. is swiftly approaching yes and it is. that has a lot of mixed emotions like mm-hmm. what do you normally like feel when you hit august and it's like check-in days normally i'm like no (laughs) like no normally i'm like why can't summer be like forever like i don't really like i guess there are some good things to going back to school like seeing people and stuff but i'm kind of just like oh this is a lot but then i feel like when i start the school year i'm like oh okay like it's actually not that bad like i just need some time to adjust but i guess just the idea of it kind of like scares me when i've been like in the summer mode for like a couple of months i feel like i'm the exact opposite like typically Mm. i around like the end of july or like mid july Mm -hmm. i get so excited for school like Mm. like crazy excited like oh my god i am so bored because normally i get really bored by the end of summer and i'm like oh like i can't wait to go back like this is so much funsy (laughs) not so much fun but i'm like oh like i i really need this like to go back and see people and talk to people and like get some sort of like interest in interesting schedule in my life right so Typically at this time, I'm, like, pretty excited. But this year, for some reason, has, like, felt really different to me. Mm -hmm. Because now that August is in, like, three days, I'm starting to, like, dread it almost. Yeah. And, like, Mm -hmm. maybe last year I wasn't as excited as I typically am. But it's been, like, a very, like, swift shift from being, like, Mm -hmm. super excited for school starting and, like, anticipating everything to now just, like, wanting summer to last longer. And that's something weird for me because Mm -hmm. that's never happened before. Yeah, I think, like, it just depends on, like, the type of school year you had because, like, I feel like some school years can just be, like, really stressful or just, like, there's so much work, there's so much to do. So, like, you just need that time during summer to, like, relax. Like, your body needs it so much that you, like, don't miss school. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I do understand that, like, during summer sometimes it can feel, like, boring and monotonous. So you're like, oh, well, I kind of want, like, a schedule. I kind of want to, like, have some motivation and something to do. So I get Mm -hmm. that. But at the same time, like, summer can also just be that, like, much-needed relaxation time. Yeah, I also I agree with that. And I also think there's something different this year just in general cuz mm-hmm. I've had bad school years but I still get excited for the next year. Mm-hmm. But this year, I think it's like what you said like feeling really worked like overworked, I guess. Yeah, burnt out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also I I don't know. I feel like this summer I've been able to keep myself pretty busy. Mm-hmm. So I haven't noticed like the boring aspect like I've I've probably done more stuff and we traveled and you know, I, I having all that stimulation probably like kept me from feeling super boring. Mm-hmm. But you know, feeling mixed emotions about going back to school is entirely normal. Yeah, and everyone has a different like experience with it. Everyone has different emotions towards like going back to school. Some mm-hmm. people are excited. Some people are nervous. Some people are like, "Oh my gosh, this is terrible." But um, I think it's also important to know that it is like an adjustment no matter what. So you can't expect yourself to like go right into the school year and like totally be like, oh yeah, I'm like totally adjusted. Like it does take some time for you to, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's a big change in your routine. So it's okay to like 
have some mixed emotions about that yeah definitely and especially in high school there's so much going on like right. there's so many different tensions and excitements and sadnesses that like it's hard to feel balanced about the whole thing because this mm-hmm. is like a point in your life where you're kind of taking an initiative and you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out schedules like this year's schedules have been so stressful for me because none of my classes are lining up like I can't figure anything right. out it mm-hmm. feels like oh my god like what am I gonna do but mm-hmm. that's normal honestly like literally so many people are experiencing like the stress before the school year has even started mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. oh my god like right I'm worried and even like the social aspect I think mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of people are super worried um going into new schools or even just mm-hmm. going into the same school where you struggled with in the past yeah yeah it's, I'm glad that you brought up the social aspect because I think that can also be like really stressful for some people too because some people have a harder time like making friends or just like being around that people that many people like so often it can be like you're overstimulated you know so um I think it's important to recognize that like your experience and like your feelings toward it are totally valid like regardless of how you feel and it's important to like recognize that like okay I'm feeling this way Um, And I'm going to try to give myself, you know, what I need during the school year, like, especially when it starts off to make me feel like, less like scared of this. Yeah, definitely. And um, in the second half, we'll talk like, probably more about what you can do to Mm -hmm. like, sort of relieve this tensions and maybe like, just take on school with a more open mind. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just important for everyone to know that like feeling different ways about it and you know, mm-hmm. feeling some mental distress is totally normal mm-hmm. or even excitement and whatever you feel is like valid. Yeah. Um, especially like I know this is like a lot of people have a lot of like anxiety surrounding school because mm-hmm. of bullying. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, like the stress of grades. Um, I've seen like a lot of videos actually like being like, mm-hmm. oh, like I can't be at peace because in a month I'm going to have to worry about like school again. Yeah. And I feel like school is such a like it can be such a like really tiring draining thing Mm -hmm. but since it is something that is so like a part of our lives like it's until you're like for the most people until you're like 22 and you graduate college school is like the main central aspect of your life that your life kind of revolves Mm -hmm. around it you spend so much time at school Mm -hmm. and so much time like doing homework and doing out extracurriculars and stuff so it definitely can consume your life, but yeah, sorry. Were you going to say something? Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I think it definitely is like, what I was going to say is that because it's so consuming, I think it's important to m- make a mental image of school to the point where it's not all negative because it's a big part of your life. So if your entire conception of school is based around oh, this is stressful, this is annoying, I don't like the people there, mm-hmm. I'm sad at school, like, that will eventually transfer to your real life, and even mm-hmm. your summers, like, this, like, the times where I have, like, a super negative view of school, that's all I can think about, because it is so consuming to me, mm-hmm. and it's, it's super yeah. dangerous for your mental health to allow that image Mm -hmm. or like perception of school like sort of plague how you Mm -hmm. feel about everything else around it even if it's not fully related yeah I totally agree with you but I also think it's important to have an identity outside of school and recognize that school doesn't define you and that there are other aspects of your life as Mm -hmm. well like your life doesn't have to completely change just because it's the school year you can still 
do the stuff you enjoy in the summer and still like make time for yourself to relax and like do the things you enjoy that aren't maybe academic or aren't centered around school and just like have recognize that like you are your own person and even though you go to school like five days a week and stuff that doesn't mean that it is the only thing like in your life I totally agree and that's kind of what I was getting at with the whole perception of school like if you Mm -hmm. let that one part of your life plague the rest of it because it is such Mm -hmm. a big part of your life you're kind of gonna lose parts of yourself that you enjoy and that's not something that like should ever happen to anyone yeah and especially nowadays I feel like school has a lot of negative um what's it what's that thing connotation yes yeah (laughs) negative connotations to it and you know in american school systems have like the stress of like gun violence and um just college admission college admissions and like everything like that surrounding it and that it's so easy to let that transfer onto other parts of your life Mm -hmm. but being able to like compartmentalize it Mm -hmm. and like think of them as separate entities is so like I think important for mental health yeah because it can really transform how you view your life and how you view school as a whole and I'm not Mm -hmm. saying you have to like it but just allowing yourself to separate that Mm -hmm. negative connotation and you know it sounds cheesy but like look for the light in it (laughs) and like find Uh clubs maybe that are separate from school that allow you to see it in a more positive light right right and have like hobbies that you would normally do and making sure to continue to like nurture those and find time for those like during the school year is important so yeah no I yeah totally agree. i definitely i think it's super important for mm-hmm. uh you know especially teenagers to learn that given like the mental health crisis that we've mm-hmm. been experiencing um and in the second half i think we'll talk more about different strategies you can use that would likely help you with that mm-hmm. and sort of implementing a mindset where you feel like you have parts of your life that are so enjoyable that it overweighs the stress of school even though that's hard yeah totally all right so i think that pretty much ends off our first half Mm -hmm. um but second half we're going to be talking more about kind of like tips for navigating the new school year and like some of our experiences so stay tuned all right stay tuned Welcome back from the break. Welcome back. All right. So like we said in the last half, we talked a lot about like compartmentalizing like your mental image of school. Right. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like easier said than done, obviously. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, like, <laughs> just saying like don't hate school is like kind of a hard task. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what are some strategies you use to like separate what makes you happy from the stresses mm-hmm. of school? Yeah, so I don't know. One of my strategies is to continue, like, during the school year, like, I I like to have something. Like, I like to have a book I'm reading or I like to have, like, I don't know, like, something that I look forward to after school that's not, like, school-related. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I do, like, piano or and stuff, which is, like, totally, like, not related to school and I enjoy it. And I feel like it's just, like, a relaxing thing that I do that's just kind of, like, I do it because I like it and it's just part of my, like, identity and, like, what I mm-hmm. enjoy um or like baking I love to like come home from school and like bake something because it just like relaxes me you know I do that when I'm really stressed I just bake brownies and then give them to people yeah yeah that's so true and like we say a lot like oh go cooking and like baking but like the reasoning behind it is that like it allows you to like 
sort of everyone's like always like oh everything needs to be connected and like you always need to be in reality but like I think having a little break from that and like the stresses of your life like really disassociating from things can really be beneficial and obviously like you have to be realistic and you know come to terms with things that you right. might not want like, to come to terms with. Like, you can't just, like, ignore everything. Yeah. yeah, ignore everything and, like, go to Hawaii for, like, three months and ditch school. Right? I mean, like, you, I you mean, can't. That, <laughs> was, yeah, that would be great. I wish I could do that. <laughs> but, like, That's you not know. reality. That's right. not what's true. So it's important so, to, like, mm-hmm. really figure out how you can have those breaks from reality. And one of the things I do that I, I know you do, too, is mm-hmm. um, stories, like, movies, TV shows, and books. Yeah. Those, like, it... If you feel like you're transported to another world right. and for that time that you're reading that time that you're watching the show the time that you're watching a movie it it it's like that's all you're involved in and mm-hmm. being so engrossed and invested in something allows you to take a break from the strains yeah. of your life exactly exactly you're like invested in someone else's life and it can be like i don't relief. know just yeah relief yeah and then um i would say another thing i like to do is just kind of like tell myself that like I don't know, I feel like sometimes if I'm not doing, like, something school-related or extracurricular-related, I'm, like, I'm wasting my time. But it's important to prioritize, like, your mental health and prioritize, like, you and have that set, like, as part of your schedule. Like, you're not wasting time by, like, reading a book or watching TV or doing something you enjoy. You're Mm -hmm. prioritizing yourself, which is more important than anything. So you're, like, actually spending that time and, like, the best way possible and and I'm not saying like never study like never do any work but having like a balance between like studying and spending time like with yourself and giving yourself the time you need is important yeah definitely I agree and I think we were like kind of talking about this earlier but sometimes like taking that break off it might seem like oh I'm disconnecting too much like I need to focus on my work but taking that break off like allows you to reset your mindset and then you come back to it and you have a shorter amount to finish it but you finish it faster and more Mm -hmm. clear because you're clear in your head and you're like oh like I I have to do this in this quick amount of time but I'm glad I took this break because now though I have less time I'm able to do it quicker because I'm less like burdened by all this like tension and like Mm -hmm. all the weight of all these things yeah yeah definitely that's a good strategy just like letting yourself like take a break and give yourself the time you need and then it's gonna end up helping you in the end yeah Um, definitely yeah and that leads me to something that I really like wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. was there's like a lot of guilt I think associated with school and doing work Mm -hmm. and that guilt is so like plaguing like you feel like oh my god you know, we talked about this before, mm-hmm. like, we're debate partners, right? And mm-hmm. so- sometimes one of us does more work than the other. And we're like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel so guilty because we're not doing the same amounts of work. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I feel guilty because I feel like I'm not being a good debate partner. But it's okay mm-hmm. to, like, let yourself take those breaks so that in the future you can be better at what you do. Yeah. And also recognizing that, like, everyone else's life is different. Mm-hmm. And just because someone else studies for four hours doesn't mean that you need to study for four hours to, like, be successful, right? Exactly. Like, everyone else has strategies that work for them. Everyone has different schedules like different life events Mm -hmm. so your life doesn't have to be just like someone else's you don't have to like put in that much work just because someone else does and you honestly could be just as successful as someone else by studying less but studying like smarter or like not not necessarily like putting that much time into it but like putting quality time into it definitely I think that's super important and 
I think it's so important for students like us to start erasing that guilt and that mm-hmm. stigma around it. Like, oh, everyone has to be this good. Even with sports, like you have to train as hard. But like, that's not even necessarily true. And like you said, you can be just as successful by doing things differently. They yeah. don't have to be the same. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, even if you aren't as successful, that doesn't matter because right. that's not what you're meant to do. That's not mm-hmm. what makes you happy. That's not what mm-hmm. your purpose is. And there's no need for your story to look like everyone else's. Right. I think erasing that guilt puts off mm-hmm. so much pressure and helps you be the best you can be. Yeah. And everyone has a different identity and different talents and different things they do. So just because someone else is like spending this much time on this thing or like really successful as that, it doesn't make you any less if you're like not as good as a certain subject or as or if you like don't do as well because everyone has like certain things that they're good at. Everyone has different talents that you may not have but you have something else you know definitely yeah and that's something that like I struggled with too is just feeling mm-hmm. guilty about things like I felt us maybe I think more freshman year I guess than like yeah junior or sophomore year I felt like like guilty that I wasn't paying attention enough to some parts of my life as I was to others mm-hmm. like I was paying like it, it, if I would take like a break or like a walk in a park I would feel like oh, like, why am I doing this? This is unnecessary. Like, I should be writing a debate case. Like, I should be doing other things. But you shouldn't feel guilty about doing things you need to do to relieve, mm-hmm. like, your mental tension. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and at the end of the day, like you're thinking about it like more than someone else like as ahana was saying she was like oh i was sometimes i felt like we've been putting in different amounts of work but i've never like thought of it that way or seen Mm -hmm. it that way like i've never been like oh she's a bad debate partner right like just because that's your perception doesn't mean that it's other people's perception and we always tend to be harder on ourselves yeah yeah so recognize that like you're probably your worst critic Mm -hmm. so you need to recognize that and kind of like be able to be like okay maybe it's just you know maybe I just need to take some time (laughs) yeah definitely and honestly like taking those breaks and allowing yourself to take those breaks guilt-free allows you to come back as a better partner as a better person and like more yourself because you become a little zombie when you're so like yeah occupied yeah like getting eight hours of sleep rather than like staying up until midnight and like working on whatever you're working on is probably going to do you more good because you know like if you're sleeping more then you're going to be more like focused the next day and like yeah definitely and like on the other side of this whole guilt talk there's like the whole thing where it's like you feel super guilty but you can't stop Like, I know Mm -hmm. so many people who are so addicted to social media, and they feel super guilty about it, but they can't Mm -hmm. stop doing it, and that's all they do, and they don't do anything else because they're so, like, addicted, and social media and, like, the internet in general is so addictive, Mm -hmm. but... I think, again, like, guilt has a huge part of that addiction, which it sounds super counterintuitive because it's, like, if you're guilty, you'd stop. But I honestly don't think that's the case in my experience because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, guilt is just you feel bad about it and to relieve that, like, cognitive dissonance, right. you keep doing Right, because you want to just forget about it and, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You keep doing it. So I think the best way to tackle that is, like, 
number one, to set like breaks for yourself where you're doing things that are relaxing other than that. But also to remind yourself that taking a break on social media isn't something that should be guilty. Right. If you look at that as like the enemy, then it's almost going to be like this, I don't know, weird process in your mind where you like want to do more of it yeah, and like stuff. It, it's about yeah. like your mindset towards that thing yeah. too. Definitely. And I think or by erasing that guilt, you're allowing yourself to enjoy that time. So you take less time because you're enjoying the time you're actually spending on it. And mm-hmm. when you leave it, you feel more relief and you can go back to doing other things without that guilt that's constantly like possessing mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a really important tool that like not people are aware of. Mm-hmm. And I think making yourself like aware of it like cognitively is like allows you to time manage like your different activities and different mm-hmm. relaxations in a way that's better and like yeah i was one of those people that was like felt guilty about doing things but then would keep doing them more because it was yeah. like relief from the guilt <laughs> right it's just like erasing that guilt allows you to be better in like every facet mm-hmm. yeah definitely. yeah definitely so yeah do you have any like i don't know last remarks or like last yeah. messages yeah i mean I think we a lot of the things we talked about are things that like happen to so many people, but like a lot of people just aren't aware that happened to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important to be aware of it and just being more aware of like how you're feeling. And I also think that no matter what happens this year, you'll do you'll figure it out eventually. Right. Maybe it won't be the most successful you want. Maybe things will go way better than you thought, but you will figure it out in the end. Mm-hmm. And the key is to. F- like find things that you enjoy and separate from the things that you don't enjoy and just get through it all with support systems and reach out for help Mm -hmm. and remember that you have the capability to do all of it yeah and even if it's hard you can do it trust Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i think the main takeaway i want people to have from this is just that like everyone's experience is totally different and everyone has different things they enjoy and different parts of their identity so you know yourself better than anyone else so it's important to recognize your needs and be able to like cater your life towards your needs and um just kind of like create your own experience and and feel guilt-free about it yeah exactly (laughs) yeah so (laughs) awesome well i thought that was a good episode hopefully it Mm -hmm. gives people back who are going back to school a little encouragement yeah um but that being said that wraps up today's episode Mm -hmm. so we hope you guys enjoyed for more follow us check out our posts at we are underscore youth org on instagram and all social media and stay tuned for the podcast yeah all right Bye. bye